Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, your local Hawaii Nissan dealers, and HMAA. This is Hawaii News Now, first at four. And happening now, you wouldn't know it by looking at this camera overlooking Hilo Bay, but right now there is a flood watch up for the entire state. These blue skies off the Big Island are expected to go gray with clouds and heavy rain as a potentially destructive Kona low approaches. It is going to be the latest severe weather event in a month that's already seen high winds and a lot of rain. Chief Meteorologist Jennifer Robbins has our first alert forecast with the biggest impacts slated to arrive on the Big Island Thursday. Jen. And as the weather models come together, Mark, it looks more likely that Thursday will be the day that we're going to start seeing potential heavy rain starting with the Big Island. And we're talking about periods of heavy rain into Kauai tomorrow, but then cool north winds taking over tonight. Snow on the summits above 12,000 feet, and the winds are going to be very strong with this Kona low. We're talking about moderate Kona winds, but on the summits up to 70 to 75 miles per hour. And that's why first alerts will likely be posted. We are highly considering a first alert weather day on Thursday for Hawaii Island with all of the elements coming together. It's going to initially start coming over Hawaii Island, at least the Hamakua coast side, uh, sometime during the late morning hours and then push in during the evening and then last through the uh, probably afternoon evening into the overnight hours. And there it is. You can see all the reds on the map there. Uh, we will be seeing wintry weather and also very heavy rain. And the concern has already been the already saturated grounds that we've seen there. The lightning strikes we've seen the last couple of days. And here it is at 638 on Thursday, you can see the moisture continues to make its way and then right on top of them, especially during the evening hours. And we'll see how far west it goes, but potentially this could bring first alerts to all of the islands. I'll take a deeper look at that and the rest of your seven day forecast coming up shortly. And happy Valentine's Day to you. I want to take you all the way right away to the streets of Honolulu to tell you about a hot spot that's happening as we speak. As we get into downtown Honolulu right now, I want to show you that little icon right there. It tells of a major incident going on as you make your way into this area. Uh, Nimitz Highway westbound on ramp to Evelay Road. A transit construction impacting a water main there, so a closure is in place and expected to last throughout the afternoon commute today. Talking about some drive times this afternoon, downtown to Mililani, about 55 miles, or rather minutes, and about 55 minutes from downtown to Kapolei. And on the Kalani Anaole Highway to Hawaiikai, traffic moving very well, about 31 minutes to get you from downtown to Hawaiikai. First alert traffic, Hawaii News Now. Thank you very much, Jonathan. In our other top story, former University of Hawaii head football coach Greg McMackin has died. His family announced the news late this afternoon on social media. McMackin took over the program following June Jones's sudden departure after the 2007 undefeated regular season. Coach Mack led the Bows for four years, going 29 and 25 in that time, taking the program to two bowl appearances. Prior to that, a very successful run as defensive coordinator, including that 07 perfect season and 1999 when UH pulled off the greatest turnaround in the sport's history, winning a conference title after the team went 0 and 12. 
He passed away peacefully, surrounded by family and friends. He was 77 years old. A woman walking in the middle of Lique Lique Highway is dead after an early morning crash. This is the backup caused by a three-hour closure while police investigated. HPD says the 32-year-old victim was hit near the Burmeister overpass just after 5.30. Police say the driver was not speeding and do not believe drugs or alcohol played a role. HPD says the victim was not in a marked crosswalk. On the Big Island, the FAA is investigating after a plane aborted its takeoff this morning at the Kona International Airport. Officials tell us a twin-engine Cessna crashed off the end of a runway. The county fire department initially called it a hard landing, and five people were on board. And the Department of Transportation says the pilot suffered abrasions, but no one was seriously injured. The confirmation hearing for Department of Hawaiian Homelands Chair Ikaika Anderson got underway this afternoon. More than 170 people submitted written testimony in what's likely to be a contentious hearing. Among those submitting testimony in favor included former Congressman Kaikahele, ex-governors Neil Abercrombie and John Waihe'e, and Hawaiian activist Dennis Bumpy Kanahele. Those opposed included Anderson's predecessor, former DHHL Chair William Ayla. I can attest to his dedication, commitment, and passion for serving the people of Hawaii. As a resident and beneficiary of the Wananala Homestead community, I've witnessed Ikaika's unwavering commitment to serving the people in our community. The actions that um, have been demonstrated so far, to me, clearly uh, represent someone who doesn't understand the fiduciary duties. Anderson's confirmation hearing comes as the DHHL is looking to spend a historic $600 million for Native Hawaiian housing. In national news, people at Michigan State University are warning the deaths of three students killed last night when a gunman opened fire on campus. Tonight, five more victims remain hospitalized in critical condition. Chris Pallone has more. Videos posted on social media show the terror and fear gripping Michigan State University as a gunman roamed the campus. I um, thought that I was going to die. Claire Papulius was in Berkey Hall attending a night class just after 8 when the gunman walked in. Three or four, like really, I could hear gunshots like directly behind my head. And I could see the smoke, like gunpowder or something from the weapon firing, and then I could smell, and immediately I dropped to the floor. She says students in the back helped the wounded as others broke open a window and helped survivors escape. I will never forget the screams of my classmates. Claire called her mother as the attack was still unfolding. I heard like three gunshots and screaming and... We jumped in our car and drove up there. Hundreds of officers swarmed the campus. Police say the attacker killed two students in Berkey Hall before killing another near the student union just down the street. Then, after a short manhunt, police found the 43-year-old gunman dead. They say he shot himself. I'm enraged. I'm angry. Students' emotions boiling over from the constant threat of violence. It shouldn't be that we are having to protect ourselves by barricading doors, hiding in basements. We have to be calling our loved ones and not wanting to hang up the phone because we're not sure if this is the last time we'll talk to them. Now is yet another American campus reels from the shock and grief of what should be the unthinkable. The search for answers is just getting underway. Chris Pallone, NBC News, East Lansing, Michigan. Cara Luran. 
Today marks five years since the mass shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Across Broward County, tributes for the 17 victims, which include 14 students and three staff members. Students at one elementary school formed a giant heart and the number 17. And at 1017, a moment of silence was held across all the county schools. Nicholas Cruz, the gunman responsible for the massacre, is serving a life sentence without the possibility of parole. Both Republicans and Democrats are pressing for answers about the unidentified objects shot down in recent days. I'm Nicole D'Antonio at the White House with the Biden administration's response. And here's Howard with an early look at what he's working on. How's it, Howard? Mark, the clock starts ticking on awarding two different tourism contracts. The details are interesting, and I'll have that for you. The Dow today fell 156. NASDAQ fell, rose half a percent. You're getting your news first at four, and we'll all be right back. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now. Welcome back. Senators received a confidential briefing this morning about the unidentified objects shot down in recent days, and lawmakers are demanding answers. Nicole D'Antonio reports. Senators received a closed-door Pentagon briefing Tuesday about the recent shootdowns of unidentified flying objects, and there are calls on both sides of the aisle for greater transparency. 99% of the information we were just briefed on, there's no reason it can't be shared with the American people. The American people need and deserve to know more. CBS News has learned the object shot down over Alaska Friday looked like a metallic drum about the size of a small car. The one shot down Saturday over Canada's Yukon Territory looked cylindrical and was carrying a tethered payload. And the one downed in Lake Huron Sunday was shaped like an octagon with strings hanging off of it. Tuesday, military officials acknowledged the first missile fired at the object missed. The missile landed harmlessly in the water of Lake Huron. We tracked it all the way down. The remnants of all three objects are in very difficult terrain and have not yet been recovered. What we're trying to do here is provide as much information as we can. While President Biden has remained largely silent on the matter, he has ordered his national security advisor to assemble a team from various agencies to handle future encounters with unidentified objects. The Chinese spy balloon downed earlier this month prompted a closer look at these objects in U.S. airspace. Crews have recovered a significant portion of the balloon's antenna from the seafloor. Security experts say China may have had several motives. They may be considering that should we ever go to war, that this might be a way to deliver weapons. Senators are scheduled to receive a classified briefing on the balloon on Wednesday. Nicole D'Antonio, CBS News, The White House. And back here at home and happening now, Hawaii teachers are rallying at the state capitol. The gathering in the rotunda organized by their union, HSTA, is called Leading with Love. Representatives are supporting the LGBTQ plus community. Coming up at 4.30, we'll hear from the HSTA. And earlier today, ralliers gathered at the state capitol supporting a bill that would prohibit teaching students about subjects such as gender identity. Let us control what happens in our children's education. Our children does not belong to government. Republican State Representative Diamond Garcia introduced Bill 1393 with the goal of giving parents more control over what their children are taught. 
LGBT community has always been present in society. Perhaps they were not visible, and we are saying that if we want students to be appreciated for the whole identity, to truly encapsulate the Aloha spirit, they should be able to be their full selves at school. My biggest fear is that they're hearing from other people what forms their thoughts, what forms their values, when in actuality their values should be based on what goes on at home with their parents. The bill has yet to be scheduled for a hearing by the Education Committee. More news ahead, but first look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. A push to allow convicted felons to serve on juries. The lawmaker proposing the bill and its potential effect on Hawaii's jury pool. Lynn Kuano will have the top story at 4.30. On the Big Island, the latest on efforts to contain wildfires in South Kohala that have already burned 1,800 acres. And the Kapi'olani Medical Center unveils its new pediatric heart unit today. A look at the new state-of-the-art facility. And before we head to break, aloha and mahalo nui to our viewers also joining us on K5. More of Hawaii News Now's newscasts are expanding. You can now watch Sunrise. This is now first at 4, Hawaii News Now at 10, and our weekend evening newscasts all simulcast on K5. More news. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, Hawaii's best urgent care. Your local Hawaii Nissan dealers. And HMAA, we're passionate about your health. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.